this morning and each one of the three is really deserves its own each one of the three deserves its own its own morning its own vad but there are reasons why I want to get all three in today so I'm gonna to have to go quicker through each topic the first topic I, I said early in the year the first of the three topics but by way of introducing somebody here there's somebody I want to introduce to the island so by way of introduction to you I want to talk about Lush and Kodesh I'm introducing somebody new to the Olam and introducing somebody new I want to talk about Lush and Kodesh for, two minutes, for a few minutes as one of the three topics just very quickly, and I've said this bef- a few times before to the guys. In English or any other language, if we call a wall a wall, we could have called a wall anything. A wall is not a W A L L. It's anything we want, we could call it. We can call a wall a vadi. A wall could be called a vadi, could be called anything you want. We call it we call it a wall. You and I want to be on the same page. So we say whenever I say wall, I'm referring to that thing. There's nothing about it that's a wall. Except it's a term we use, we could have named it anything we want in the world. We just need some word that when I say that word, you and I know what it means. In the language of the Ran, it's Haskamas Uma Uma. Every nation agreed to this. Every nation has an agreement amongst its people that when I say floor, it's the thing you're standing on. When I say car, it, there's nothing about it that it's a C-A-R. We called it a car, so when I say that word, you and I know what I'm referring to. In Lush and Kodesh, when it's called a chaima, it's called a wall, it's called a chaima, it's not a way that you and I can know what we're referring to. If you knew every letter of the Aleph phase is a force, the world was created with those letters. The spiritual makeup of that wall is a ches mem That's what it is. It's not a way that you and I can know what we're referring to. It's not a trick that you and I... That is a ches mem There's something about the letter ches that creates that. There's something about the letter mem that creates something about the letter hey. That is a chayma. Because of this, there's tremendous, tremendous depth in the Aleph base. It's an endless study. We used to have a Bakr in the Yeshiva who was a Baki in the Aleph base. He used to give classes in the Yeshiva on the Aleph base. It's an endless study. I'll give it wasn't high schools from before in the base Medish. For exa- I'll give you a simple example in the word Av. Av is a father. But there's so much in the letters. Did you ever think the peerish of an Av? What's an Av a father? From the fact there's an Av, what does the Murbabakama say? If there's a father, you can infer there are children. children. You can't be a father if you have no children. A 
child, a, a father means a father of children. So how do you spell the word av alephes? One becomes two. That's what a father is. Where an aleph becomes a base. But it's endless. In the aleph base is full of that is full of Hashem Hashem is one Hashem is the only one in the world this Echad is one the word Aluf the very word Aleph, the word Aluf means a ruler, means a leader, is one that's the essence of a leader the, everything about everything about Aleph is from the construction of the letters from the construction of the letters the word what does the word Gimel mean? Gimel means to be Gimel means to bestow. Gimel is Gimel. The Dalit is the Dal. Dal is a poor person. But even the physical construct of the letters, the Gimel faces the back of the Dalit. Doesn't face the front of the Dal. Because what's the best way of giving? Matan Beseser, given private, that the Dal shouldn't see you. So the Gimel faces the back. There's endless, endless, endless in the Aleph base. For people who know the Aleph base, it's endless. A son is called a Ben. He's a Bez. He's a second. A Nun, Nin means descendants. So a Ben is called a Ben. It goes, the Aleph base is endless Chachma. So I want you to meet as a Bachrier. He's valuable to meet for himself. But I knew his grandfather before I knew him. There's a Yid Rev Glazerson who's written Svarim. I, I have a safe from my house from Rev Glazerson on the Aleph base, on the Chachma that's inherent. He wrote Svarim on the Aleph base. Amazing stuff on the Aleph base. So I want you to meet Daniel Glazerson. So that was all an introduction. That was all an introduction. He joins the Daniel Club, but that was just an introduction. the Gemara itself just, just the Gemara analyzes the world's created with a hay and we discuss the Gemara that analyzes the construct of a hay the world's created with a hay the bottom is Rishayim fall out of the world the world's designed with unbelievable Chachm of Hashem that it rejects bad behavior. Somebody behaves badly. It doesn't work in this world. It's a bad oilum That's why the world's created with a hey. It has no bottom. The Gemara says this. People fall out. It's the Gemara has created with a ches. It's the Gemara says this way the guy can do chuba. He can climb back in. So everything's exact. The construct of all the aleph base, the way it's constructed, the very aleph that has the four branches represents the aluf Hashem. Hashem is all across the world everywhere. That's the four directions of the Aleph, the control, the Ashkacha, on the entire world is the four arms of the Aleph. So there's, there's, there's so much in the, that exists in the Aleph base. Endless Chachma exists. His Zayda, Daniel Zayda, wrote a Sefer about the Aleph base. He wrote in English, Svanam on the Aleph base, just all about the Chachma that exists in the Aleph that was topic one that I wanted to introduce Daniel to. Topic two, Rabbi Say. 
topic two, somebody told me, a very person I love dearly, told me a chachma over Pesach, that I have to share with the guys, the, the Dvar Chachma is cute, the, the lesson is much more profound that comes out of this Dvar Chachma. The Dvar Chachma, somebody told me over Pesach, a person I love a lot told me over Pesach, that he said, you know people like, they like hot peppers and the like. He said, what is it they like? What does it mean to like a hot pepper? What does that mean, you like a hot pepper? They burn your mouth. How can you like a hot pepper? Explain this person to me as a fact. Nobody in the world likes a hot pepper. Nobody. I, there guys here, the answer is what you like is the hot pepper chemically burns your tongue. That's what it does. It burns your tongue. When it burns your tongue, the body releases things to fight it. Endorphins to fight the burn. People are addicted. They, they, are, they're, they're, they like the endorphins that the body releases. You do not like the, the, the hot pepper. You like what the hot pepper does to you. So then you have associations. Every time the guy's the hot pepper, the body releases something which makes you feel good. It is not the hot pepper that you like. You've just created a positive association from that pepper. Yes, and that's what you like. What? Why? Because it's the pain. It's not the schmuck. It's not worth it for them for what was released. And they don't need what was released. Yeah, anything like that. The body, it burns. The body, because it gets a burn. Now... <laughs> that fact, Effie, that fact, cute, we did not come to Musarvad to learn, though it's a lot of fun. I'm not going to waste Evie's time with that, with that fact. It's important to me, Daniel, it's important to me for two reasons. Avram, that fact, Zaki, that fact's important for two reasons. And I really want to speak about both these reasons, and then we'll get to the third thing that I want Musarvad to be on. But the two reasons that's important. That's not a cool idea. It's not the hot pepper you like, the burn and the body releasing, that's what you like. It's important because there are many times in life people don't know what they like and it has disastrous consequences. People don't know what makes them happy. You would ask anybody, you would say it's the hot pepper that makes them happy. No, it's not. I'm going to tell you an extremely deep Gemara in the Durham. A very deep Gemara with the Tysis. Please hold cut, and then I want to talk practical ramifications to us. Often we don't know what it is that makes us happy, and it causes problems because we're not clear the things that make us happy or not. Watch this Gemara Dharm. The Gemara Dharm relates the following story A lady, a married lady, is in a house alone. She's doing a bad act. She's alone in the house. Yichud with another man. Bad. Terrible Avera. She's having Yichud. She's alone in the house with a man. The husband is a story. A maise that happened. A married lady's alone in the house with a man. The husband returns home unexpectedly and the man freaks out who's there and not supposed to be there, and he hides in a closet. The husband then is about to eat some food, but that food is poison. Unbeknownst to the husband, it is poison. A snake has eaten from that food, and if he eats that food, he's going to be a dead man. 
So he's, the husband who's returned home is having a nice meal with his wife. There's another, a foreign man in the closet, and the husband's about to eat food that's going to kill him. The man in the closet jumps out of the closet, says, Don't eat it! You're going to die! <laughs> That guy died. But he said, you're going to die. He didn't kill him. He, didn't kill him. he said, don't eat it, you're going to die. <laughs> says the Gemara, says the Gemara, the following question. If a lady is Mizana, she is usher to her husband forever. If a lady is willingly Mizana, she is usher, she is forbidden to her husband forever, if it's proven. Ask the Gemara, do we have to assume this lady was Mizana? Says the Gemara, since this guy jumped out of the closet and saved the husband's life, it is obvious that she was not that he was not living with her. If he was living with her, he'd want the husband to die. So it must what? be he did know Averis, and she is mutter as the husband. That's what. This is what say. This is what the Gemara says. Fascinating Gemara. Says the Gemara. It must be they did know Avera. Because if they did Avera, the guy would not have jumped out of the closet and saved Buzz's life. Here's where things get deep. Ask the Gemara. Here's where things get remarkably deep. Ask the Gemara. It's obvious. Of course, she thought it's obvious. Answers the Gemara. I might think there's a pasuk. It says Mayim Genuvim Yim. Stolen waters are sweeter. People like what you can't have. People like what you can't have. People like what's off limits. What I can have tempts me. People love stolen waters. There are times a boy and a girl are dating and the guy is, is having a great time, all of a sudden they get married, they have terrible marriage problems. You were all into her, you were fired up. You liked her because you couldn't have her. Part of the romance was the adventure that you couldn't get her. Says the Gemara, I might think that really this, I'm going to explain, Ari, good question. This man hiding in the closet really did do an affair with the lady. Except, so why is he saving the husband? Because he wants the husband alive because stolen waters are sweeter. He only likes her because she's off limits. That's what I might think. So he wants the husband alive. Says the Gemara, Kamash Malon, not that way. Ask Tysus, ask Tysus, how do you say Kamash Malon against the Pasuk? It says stolen waters are sweeter. How can the Gemara, it's not my Gemara, if, if, it's not Mayim Genuvim. If the husband dies, life, he's so it's not Mayim Genuvim. Now he's Chayiv Misa. Sorry? Yeah, but it's not an Issa Daraisa. I should say it's not a Daraisa. It's not Chayiv Misa. It's less stolen waters. You want maximum stolen waters. So ask Taisvis. Ask Taisvis. Maybe. Ask Taisvis. Maybe. What's the Kamash Malon? What does it mean? Kamash Malon. The Gemara says that if he did an Avera, he would let the husband die. The 
Gemara says if he did an Avera, he would let the husband die. Ask Tysus why? Maybe he wants the stolen waters. Tysus says something that's life-altering. The Shazwat the Kamash Malanis. What is Says Tysus. Listen to this. Stolen waters are sweeter. But if you realize that you only want it because it's stolen, that would take away the taiva. The way it works, stolen waters are sweeter. You think you want it. You don't know that you want it because it's stolen. The Yitzhahara gets you to think it's, you're so, a, guy, a married man, Hashem Yerachim, and he desires somebody else. He only wants it because it's off limits. Only. Stole, if you, but says Tysus, if you would know that's why you want it, you would stop having that taiva. If you would say, you don't really want it, you just because you can't have it, you think you want it. So the way these taivas work, stolen waters are, are sweeter, is you don't know that. You think it's just so tempting. Oh, it's so good. It's all subconscious. If you call it out, it disappears. The point here is... The point, the point is... It could be even if you call... I don't know if it always goes away when you call it out. But the way it works, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Often if you call it out, often it can help it go away. Sometimes by the year to her, you just call them out and you be like, yeah. oh, I see what you're doing. Often if you say, you don't really want it. You're only, it's, it's off limits of not, and if you could have it, you wouldn't want it. So what are you doing? I think the realization might just help you. I don't know yeah. if it actually just right. goes could be True, true. But the part is, stolen waters are sweeter, and you don't know that's why you want it. This guy only wants the lady because she's us, sir, but he doesn't know. He thinks he really wants her. The rabbi said, there's so many things in life that we think we want and we, all, and we don't understand what it is we like. So I want to talk about a specific area and it segues into the third thing, the real vat I wanted to give this morning. The vat I wanted to give this morning is a, a Mishnah, this week's parak of Avos, and this segues thing two, that there are things we like and what we like we get confused about. There's a guy who did a study, there's a very funny study. He said you take a poll and you ask people about a restaurant. People say, I want something new. I want new stuff, exciting. And then practically in a restaurant you always order what you're used to. What you really like, on music. People say, give me a a new sound. I'm sick and tired of the old music. And you know what people listen to? The old sounds. They call them sticky... The people habits. listen to the old sets. What do you say? Power of habits. Yeah, power of habits. Very good. But the, I, I'll tell Akiva. I'll tell you why I'm speaking about this. I'm here to advertise the lost camp. I'm going to explain why I'm talking about this. You'll hear. You'll hear. You'll hear. You'll hear why I'm talking about it. Rabbi say. People like. People get confused what they like and they don't like. People get confused what makes them happy and not, and they don't have an understanding, and it causes disaster. Asterisk ramifications. There's a Mishnah in this week's parak of Avais which says a person should be Ehab Esamalacha, should love work. Eves Amalacha. It's a Mishnah. It says, Shmaya Oimer, Eves Amalacha, love work. People think, Ayabachram come to the yeshiva, they say my previous yeshiva was too strict, I want to chill. 
If, if you want to not get into the yeshiva, if you, there's a bacher comes for an interview and you just don't like him, you want him not to get in, tell him, tell Kalish, I just want to chill. He will be sent back to every case of to chill. It, you can't say, saying you're a point guard is the best thing you could do to get into the yeshiva. Saying I want to chill is the best thing you could do to get out of the yeshiva. It's a terrible mistake. I have watched for summer after summer after summer. The happiest people are is when they're working. I promise you I mean it. You can look into your life. The happiest people are are when they're working. A person was created to toil. He is happiest when he's working. People are completely fooled and we have many areas in life we don't know what we like. Sure, we all need breaks. We all, of course, we need breaks. Of course, we need a toil in things that make us happy. We have to have a rhyme and a reason in what we toil. But Adam la'amal yula, the person is, it is his happiest when he's toiling, when he's working hard for something. A person's at his happiest. Says the Mishnah, learn to love work. I have watched yearly, for years now, a Bacher sets up the summary, he's all smart, he is going to chill. The worst, most miserable, gashmiest thick of summers, I'm not talking about Ruchnius, the guy said to themselves up, groups of guys, I've watched it, and they set themselves up with nothingness, they have the most miserable, gashmiest thick of summer, imaginable shaykh. Because they don't know what makes them happy. They're confused. They've been chilling. Now they get confused. When you work, you need breaks. Good breaks. And a break of a worker is different. The sleep of the slumber is sweet. If you're a worker, then your breaks are geschmack. But only when it's a pasenkelis. Only when it's a break for a sleeper, for a worker. The guy, so people get confused. When he's working hard, the break is like delicious. Bein azmanim, for a guy you put in azman, is delicious. He exhales that great feeling of the well-deserved break. The confused guy who's completely owned by his Yetzer and has no idea what makes him happy or sad. He has no concept. So he says... So he says to himself, Whoa, I saw that when I worked the break, breaks, well, let me have just breaks. You are miserable when you have breaks. I watched the guys who set themselves up for a summer of exertion. Good exertion, choose it. You want to climb mountains and see the most gorgeous sights in the world? You want to... You want to, whatever, whatever the particular thing you want to be busy with, the healthiest thing is to work. The happiest people are in their lives when they invest in work. Learn to love work, to be Aves The Messias Yesharim, I, I must read to you, Messias Yesharim. Um, Ellie Brown. Could you go to the shelf and get him a CSC shirt? Does anybody have one here? Oh, he has one here. He has one here. Right in the CSC shirt. It's a good call. To work is an assessment. To be busy, to exert. 
Exertion is vital. I think it's important, tremendously important for Bachram to exert, to put effort, to learn to exert. I love when young Bachram work out. I think it's tremendous when young guys work out and commit to working out. Physical exertion. Certainly as you get older, it becomes exertion in Ruchnius. Ashrei Misha Everybody has to be Amol, has to toil. Fortune is the guy, is his toils in Ruchnius. Listen to Messias Yesharim that I think is important. The Messias Yesharim in every Madrega he explains he does three things. He explains what the Madrega is. He goes through steps. Zahiras, Rizos, Nikios. He explains what they are. Says what to keep away from, what to avoid, not to, to not what what keeps you away from that mida, and what to chase after that helps you acquire that mida. See, so he's talking about zrizos. Zrizos is a person being being quick and and a person who's who, who moves and a doer, being a zaras. So he says, what keeps away from zrizos? See, he says, Agadol Shebekulam Hu. The greatest thing that keeps from Zrizus is Bakasha Samanucha Gufnis. Seeking chill, relaxing the body, hating work. Yeah. So it bothered me. What does that mean? If I want to tell you, you now you keep away, you know what the greatest cause of, 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 of not speaking, you know what I tell you? The greatest cause of batola is battling. <laughs> You're battling, that's bat- it's not a cause of batola, that is battling. The greatest cause of speaking Lashnara is speaking Lashnara. <laughs> The words don't make sense. Could if I, I tell you in order not to speak Lashnara, don't hang around with somebody else who speaks Lashnara, I'm telling you a Chiddush. But you can't tell a guy, you know what the cause of speaking Lashnara is? Speaking Lashnara. It's not a cause, and that's what it is. The Messiah Sisharim in Perak Tess says that the greatest cause that keeps you away from Zrizus is seeking chill. Isn't that just me not being a Zaris? But the, the Pshad is, Rabbi, so the Messiah means is the attitude. Bakashas, the seeking. The attitude, the guy who thinks, I'm, a guy says, I don't want to do the lost camp, it's too, too much exertion. It's sad that he doesn't know his happiest things, exertion. I have guys who go, guys go to Camp Chaverim, and they work hard. They really work hard, the schmack. There are guys who say, I can't work like that. And it's so tragic that they don't know you're at your happiest when you exert. Especially like that. When we put a geschmack exertion, we're at our happiest. We feel geschmack because we exerted. We are born to exert. A human being not exerting is at his saddest when he's just not exerting. The only time it's good not to exert is when it's giving you kayak to exert some more. When it's just part of rest in order to exert more, then it's a gishmat. A person was designed, we're a machine that was designed, the more we work, the stronger we get. We're the only machine in the world like that. Machines work, they get weaker. A human being works and gets stronger. Wow. Because we're designed 
to work. Adam la'amal yulad. We function our happiest when we're working. If a person goes through their lives, the happiest time is when they were invested in something. When they were all in on something that they believed in, something they felt good at, it feels good, they exerted. What the Messiah Sisharim is saying is the greatest thing that stops Rizus is thinking that the person just wants to chill. Shucks, I gotta work, but I like chilling. It's important to have an attitude of Eva to learn to love work. It's an attitude, it's a Mishnah. Shmaya said, Eva If I get it wrong, I just like Shmaya said that. Oh! <laughs> oh, Shmaya said it. Shmaya, Aymer, Eve Samalacha. Shmaya! 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 said it. Eve Samalacha. You're supposed to develop an attitude to one work. So, I want to say there are many things in our lives that we're unclear what it is we like. We're not even clear why it is we like it. I always, in yeshiva, people ask me, why do Bachram love the yeshiva? And I'll t- I want to tell you the answer, and I don't think many Bachram even know this. A Bachram loves the yeshiva because it's a clear path to steiging. When there's a practical path that, if I am handed something that I can't grow with, it's not going, I don't believe it's going to work with me. I feel like, every day, and I don't see myself ever steiging. I can't like that. You have no path planned for me that's depressing and sad. I never see myself in any other way advancing. That is mass. If I'm in 10th grade and one day after another I drag my body to school, I want to be a nice kid. I want mom to be proud. I want the school. It would be very nice. Everybody's proud of me. But I am miserable and see no path to any change in that. I never see myself different so I'm not going to be happy. But Take a 10th grader who should struggle to learn, to dive in schedule, but he sees a kid who he relates to, like him, who was in a similar type, who's steiging, who's pounding, who's Shabbos afternoon, who's learning three hours happily, excitedly, who's at a davening with no force. He says, hey, that's me. Whoa, there's a plan for me. Whoa, subconsciously. Now, I don't know if we'll even know why he's happy, just happy. But the insight is because he has a plan, he has a path. All of us want, there has to be some mahalach that I can become, that I can become a growing person. When there's some mahalach, I am happy. There are many things in our lives that we don't have clear what it is that's getting us happy. And the distortion has massive effects. We think we like, could you imagine the fool that a guy is? He thinks he likes a girl and he only likes her because she's off limits. You're setting up a sick life because the second you have her, you're not going to like her. That's tragic. That's tragic that you like something that you can never have. You like something that you can never Ever enjoy. If the guy would understand he's only liking because it's off limits, and the second she's not, you're not going to like her, that's, 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 so it's not a worthwhile relationship because you're going to have her and then not like her. So it's very important to get in touch. What is it I like? Do I really enjoy the person when she's married to me and now it's no longer off limits? Are you going to really appreciate her? You're no longer a conquest, no longer the conquest outside. 
Are you still going to appreciate her and enjoy her? It's a very important question to ask oneself. What is it I'm enjoying? The one who feels chill, I like do nothing. Do you really? When you have nothing and you're just sitting there. I want to say, Rabbi Say, every single person needs structure. It is a massive mistake. Very shallow people who don't know Waterbury say, Waterbury, in the summer I get asked by people. They, they want to understand the yeshiva. Say, I hear you guys aren't into, aren't into structure. Chas v'shalom. Chas v'shalom. We're into structure tremendously. Not having structure is, is murderous. is suicide. Everybody. What we're into is not a universal structure. Everybody has a different structure. So it's not for on you what your structure is you help create your schedule of course a guy should have a schedule I was unbelievably proud I was speaking to a bachar here who's a huge Ben Aliyah from the real big Ben Aliyah in our Chabura and I asked this Ben Aliyah if we could learn at a certain time he said no I work out then I wanted to give him a kiss because I was so impressed that he has a, he has a schedule no I can't and he got like nervous no that's how I worked out if you want to know why my ticker is so successful. We need Mayor Mattel when I say tech. But anyway. <laughs> no, you can not. It's, it's only Mayor Mattel. Oh, the kids are at Varmiz. The read a bacher certainly. Every bacher needs a structure. In the summer, you're designing your summer. Remember those three words of the Mishnah this week's parak. Love work. Pick a summer where you'll have good work. It might be chaverim. You're doing chesed. It might be a counselor. It might be. It might be a camp of, of, of exertion, like like Rabbi Kivas. I beg you guys to pick a situation that he's going to work. I promise you, I'm not coming religious. I'm a party animal. I love partying, and I want you to party. To have a good summer of party, a really positive summer of, of good fun. You pick something that's kishmak, that you have actually exertion. Pick an exertion that you choose. But think of a summer that you can kishmak exert. It might be the exertion that earns you money. That's wonderful. That's very intelligent. A good summer that you earn some nice money. It might be a summer that you earn oilamabon. You do chesed all summer. It might be a summer that your exertion trains you a skill. It might might be a summer of exertion that you're with friends and playing a lot of ball. Fine. Exertion. It's so important to develop that love of work. Learn to embrace work. We are our happiest. We are the most functional when we're working. When we're really busy getting the greatest feeling... I sometimes will be at a shear with Ray Kestenbaum. The man learns a lot. He learns till very, very late at night and is up very, very early learning. I'll see Ray Kestenbaum at a shear and he's like struggling to stay awake. It looks so gorgeous. Sometimes you see a yid, sometimes you see a person in the middle of the day, he has that look, he just took a shower and his hair is combed just so. I always feel badly. He's a wonderful guy. Kishmaka guy, good looking fellow. I always feel 
so sorry for him. A human being not working, not sweating, is such a sorry sight. It's a sorry sight. We're at our best when we're just disheveled from work. It's like a shas. You go to somebody's house, what's the prettiest shas? The shas that's all new, never touched, or a shas, the coolest things are worn down shas. I try at home to carry my shas, the bachrum come, at least it should look worn down. It should look quite used. The most gorgeous shas is that it's run down. You know, it's rebound four times. They're just, it's, there's notes everywhere. It's used. It's quite used. It's gorgeous shas. A human being most pretty is when he looks work. When he's pushing his work. He's put in because that's the most functional human being. When a human being has exerted, he's had his worst. When he's just not worked at all. So I say to the Imam Rabbi Say, we end Musavad with those three words. Rabbi Say, everybody loves Shmaya. Remember the words Shmaya Oimer. I ask you to remember three words in your life. Bang it into your conscious. Avesamalacha, love work. Learn to appreciate work and learn to understand that work is good for a person. Yeah.